de Monte Cristo in Nashville. You are listening to The Smoking Section. This episode of Smoking Section Podcast is sponsored by Crown Head Cigars. Carve your own path. Here we are. Another episode Smoking Section Podcast. This one's a little different. We're not doing anything music industry. <laughs> anything music industry. I can't even read music, Mark. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> Neither can I. It's quite all right. Neither can I. Um, we're, we're going reality TV show here. I call it the country version of The Bachelor. Okay. That's what I call it. That's pretty fair. That's pretty fair, That's right? That's pretty fair. All yeah. right. We have here Alan Foster from the hit TV series, hit reality TV series from Fox, former Once a Wife. How are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm doing great, Marcus. I appreciate you having me on here. And, um, you know, it's a pleasure to be here and uh, appreciate the invite. Yeah, no problem, man. I mean, listen, I was telling you and your posters before we started, I crammed literally seven and a quarter episodes. I think I was on episode eight uh, right before... I want to see. Maybe right, right after Cassie Joe went home. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about her. Okay. We're going to talk about so, her. So you're all you're almost caught I'm up. I'm almost caught up. I haven't got to the okay. family day. I got you. In the city. Yet. I got you. So I'm almost caught up. So what do you think so far? Uh, listen, I find myself. <laughs> <laughs> Really invested. <laughs> and I didn't think I was going to be. Right? It's a good show. It's a good show. Like, I, I found myself really invested in this. And it's like, you know, I was, I was, I was, I was cooking dinner for my friend last night and we were watching it. And I'm not a reality TV show person. Like, I'm the person that's like, I'm, I'm NCIS, Law and Order right. type of guy. So, 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 so you mean to tell you a secret? Yeah. I've never watched a reality show until now. What? And then I was on one before I watched it. <laughs> what about that? Jesus. Oh, God. So many questions. <laughs> it's okay. We'll cover them all. We're going to cover them all today. We'll cover them all today. I mean, I'm not a reality show guy, but like, I find myself literally saying, excuse my language, and I'm going to say this, but what the hell is wrong with this bitch? <laughs> I found myself asking the question like, he really didn't kiss her just now. He just kissed her just to shut her the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, and you know what kiss I'm talking about. I know what kiss you're talking about. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's, let's, let's start. Let's start about, let's talk before we get to the show. Let's talk about you first. Okay. Um, you live in, you're living in Santa Fe, Tennessee. Yes, sir. How far is that from Nashville? You know, from right here, no traffic, maybe an hour. But today, because Taylor Swift is in town. Right. And, and Oprah, and I think there's several, <laughs> several, se- <laughs> several going on. It was a pretty good ride up here. So. Yeah. 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 I, I took the back roads for, for right from Hermitage. I'm just like, I just can't take anything going it on. Wasn't, it wasn't really bad until I got to the 440 split. That, that's, that's, where it's, yeah. that's where it's horrible at. Yeah. It's like. It took me just as long to get to the 440 split as it did from the 440 split to here. Yeah. So. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, Tay Tay, just leave town already. <laughs> just leave it. Just leave it. So, um, tell me about yourself. You're, you're a farmer. You've been you've been farming all your life, man. So, just a quick rundown on me, and I'll I'll fill in anywhere you, anywhere you choose. But um, you know, 
my family has been in the agriculture industry my entire life. And as a kid, we had everything from hogs and milk cows to commercial cattle. Um, did a little row cropping. Um, at some point or the other in my life, I've had my, my, my family and myself in just about every aspect of, of livestock and, and farming. Um, you know, I went to a small private Christian high school in Columbia, Tennessee, and um, moved forward from there and went to college at the University of Tennessee at Martin. I was on the rodeo team there and um, rode bucking horses, um, steer wrestled team ropes. And then um, after and during college, kind of during for some summer work, I lived and worked in Montana and cowboyed out there a little bit and um, kind of moved, moved back home and, um, you know, eventually got my own stuff started here. And uh, my brother and I have some commercial cattle together and, uh, you know, we really don't do any row cropping, but we, we raise all our own hay and all that kind of stuff. And so there's a little bit of the farming side to it, but uh, mostly, you know, by most definitions, people would consider uh, us cattle ranchers. Wow. That's completely different from a guy who grew up here in, in Philadelphia where I grew up at. <laughs> no farming in there. No farming there. So you see, from what I've seen on television, from, and this is, this is what I've been told by other females, so I'm not hitting on you, okay. but right. you, you seem like you are, from what I've been told, that you are the, the most Southern gentleman <laughs> well, I, on the show. Well, I just try to remember my raisin, you know? Yeah. Here's my question. Okay. We're getting to it. We're now. getting to it now. Cause now I'm like the Southern gentleman thing is like, there's a little, there's, there's, there's a double edged sword because I feel like females lose the like lose patience, get impatient with you wanting to kiss them. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, that this whole scenario that I've been in uh, throughout this show is, uh, you know, not, not, it's not really unbelievable. It's, it's like something I've never been a part of in my life. You know, I have mm-hmm. five women at my home fighting for my attention. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's true. I've got five women that I'm dating, so to speak, at the same time, and they all know about it. You know? <laughs> So it, it's a it's a crazy thing to try to juggle all that. And, um, you know, it's um, I don't know. I just I don't move that fast. I don't you know, if I don't know you or, uh, you know, have a strong connection with you, I don't feel like it's right for me to kiss this one and not this one. And so, you know, it, it was a uh, it was very t- tricky for me to try to navigate those feelings and emotions. Yeah. Which brings me to a character. All right. Cassidy Joe. OK, here we go. <laughs> I wouldn't say I didn't like Cassie Joe. Oh, she's a great young lady. She's a great girl. Yes, absolutely. However, there were a little flawed characteristics. <laughs> she is uh she's a little intense. She's a little intense. Like there was there was some there was some times it's like you are you're the okay, you can tell on every reality show who's 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 a drama causer. Right, okay. Okay. From my standpoint, when the kiss happened, this is the as I said earlier, the shut the F up kiss. Um guys, um, um, <laughs> um, when the kiss happened and then she waited until the following episode or whenever to announce 
kiss happen. There was a little bit of drama that she was trying to create. Yeah, so, you know, um, I kind of found out about all that. I'm about to say, did you know that? I mean, I kind of knew something was up, mm-hmm. you know, um, but really until, you know, obviously I wasn't, I wasn't privy to that kind of information right. during the show. Right. And so until it aired, you know, I really didn't, you know, realize what was said, what happened, you know, the situation, whatever. And, you know, but yeah, I mean, she, um, I mean, I don't blame her for telling them. I don't blame her for telling them either. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I get shot. I mean, because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it is a competition. Sure. And, and you know, like this, I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way, yeah. but they kind of knew what they were getting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Th- I mean, I knew what I was getting into myself. Exactly. But I didn't know what I was getting exactly. Into. So, so here, so that's because we're going to we're, we're bouncing back and forth here, buddy. Let's do it. Because I've, I, like I said, I crammed this in, and I am no no bullshit. I am like in, very intrigued by this. Yeah. Anyway, but my question is. Before you got into this, you now we just talked about how you know they knew what they were getting themselves into. Did you know what you were getting yourself into? Man, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, I mean, I already told you once. I, I never watched reality show in my life, and so uh, you know, I took it as a unique opportunity that. Quite frankly, I probably would never have again and probably still won't ever have again. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm an adrenaline junkie. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I like cool, cool. Uh, I would rather have an experience than I had a new pair of boots. Or, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, um, you know, obviously what I'd been doing, looking for love had not been working. So might as well try something else. Right. And so um, that, that was kind of why I agreed to this to begin with. And um, for the experience and for an opportunity to meet somebody that maybe I would never meet in any other way. And um, so all that being said, I kind of just jumped in both feet at once and didn't, didn't really take into consideration, you know, what this might actually be like. And um, so to directly ask your question, I had no idea what I was getting into. Not a clue, not a clue. (laughs) I I mean, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, my, my thing is, is that, you know, you get into these reality shows. It's like, it's, Especially when like you're dating X amount of girls, you're dating like you were dating five girls at yes. one time. Yes. And, and <laughs> I gotta watch what I say here because the way I want to say this, but in society you get your ass kicked. Right? <laughs> it going, going against everything my mother had ever thought. You know what I mean? And it was, uh, you know, that in, in and of itself was uncharted territory, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's hard pleasing one woman. <laughs> you know, you can't. Let alone five. Yeah, you can't suit them. <laughs> <laughs> What's what's the old man say? You know, you can't live with them. You, you can't, can't live, live without them. them. That's right. You can't. You can't. So, um, I started. So here's. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. I started liking you in episode three. Okay. Um, when you pick Kelsey. Okay. That is your date. Because I think Kelsey is one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen in my life. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's Not gorgeous. All of them are gorgeous. Not all. Yeah. All of them are gorgeous. But like, there was yeah. something about Kelsey that's yeah, like. Sure. Um. So what was your what was your thought process on picking? each like was that your price like was that was that your pick or was that like oh the producer saying oh well, this is you know no you know um it was i was pretty much in charge okay and, you know for for the most okay. part and that was um that was uh the beauty of it you know okay. and I, I don't know how other dating shows work and right. all that of course but uh to me it was very um very realistic and very um 
Very my choice, mm-hmm. I guess. So, um, I guess to answer your question, you know, I just took, um, and, and this is something I've gotten better at mm-hmm. throughout this show, but I'm still not good at it, expressing why I do things right. and my emotions and, you know, what, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I guess I just, you get some sort of connection, even if you're not on a one-on-one date, just by, you know, talking on camera and all that kind of stuff. And um, so, I just, I just thought that, hey, there might be a connection there. And of course, you can, you can kind of take the, the, the lady's physical beauty out of it. Right. Because they're all, they're all beautiful. Right. Right. right? And so you kind of got to, um, dig deeper and see like, you know, does, does this person really like the things I like? And, Mm -hmm. you know, are we compatible on a, a, you know, a deeper level than Mm -hmm. just physical attraction? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I tried to do that. Um, and, and I kind of knew that was coming every week. And so I would be thinking in the back of my mind all week, you know, Hey, she said this, you know, that's not really my thing, but she said this and that's more my style. And, um, but then again, this one, this one liked, uh, you know, likes horses or, you know, that kind of thing. And so I based my decisions on that. Um, right. You know, as far as, um, how I wanted to pick my one-on-one dates. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of, there was a lot of back and forth. Yeah, definitely. That's enough to have a mental breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think me and the other guys said this several times on Mm -hmm. the show, but we're talking about five women mm-hmm. that given the opportunity we would have dated all day long on a one-on-one one basis. basis right and so but now there's five of them standing there and so you're really truly splitting hairs as to why I like this one better than the other um, and that sort of thing mm-hmm. you know if that makes any sense at all um, it's it's not we're talking about very small differences that are making decisions mm-hmm. right rather than mm-hmm. you know hey this girl is not my style at all, you know, at, right. you know, so you meet out in public. Right. <sighs> Listen, man, I would not want to be in your shoes. <laughs> Some days I didn't want to be in your shoes. I would not want to be in your shoes, man. It's kind of crazy. You know, I, here's what I keep going back to casting each other. Cause she's, she, she's obviously left an impression sure. on the audience who's sure. watched the show. Sure. So I feel like, and, and, and I think it, it came down to, it's it like, I think you guys been better off as friends. I think so. Um, you know, um, she and I, you know, I can talk about this because it already aired. It already aired. <laughs> so she and I, I think are the friend type, you know, yeah. I think, and we kind of talked about this on the episode that she left, but, um, she and I have a lot of the same interests, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, the way we show our affection is a lot different. Right. And um, she, listen, I'll be the first to tell you, Cassie Joe is a wonderful woman. Yeah. Very nice girl. Um, wish her all the best. Yeah. Um, and, um, but it's just, our styles are just different. Right. Know? And there's nothing wrong there's with nothing that. There's nothing wrong with that. And I explained that to her. And, yeah. You know, we agree. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I personally think you're going to pick Kelsey, but that's just my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you gotta stay tuned. I gotta stay tuned. Gotta stay tuned. Gotta stay tuned. That's just my two cents. Um, but um, I here, here's a question for you because I'm, I'm again I'm going back and forth here in this process. What was your thought process when the when Kirsten interrupted the conversation? You know, with Kelsey, I've seen some stuff on the internet where people were like, you know, that was super rude, and you know, whatever, and. and, and I'll just say it. Uh, 
it really interests me to think, you know, how people don't really necessarily know all the facts and mm-hmm. the whole situation because this is on TV, right? right. So you're not getting the whole you're story. not getting the whole story. No. So, um, you know, my thoughts on that were Kirsten felt like she had to take a shot, you know, and and talk to me, and mm-hmm. I don't blame her for that a bit. I mean, that's what she's here for, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, you know, I, personally, to me, um, I can see how it it looks rude, and um, you know, I, I can't speak for Kelsey, but it probably hurt her feelings at the time. But to me, I don't necessarily blame her for that because you know she doesn't know if she's getting sent home that week, or you know if she's going to have another opportunity to speak to me. So, you know. Why would you not, you know, take a chance and come and say, hey, can can we talk for a minute? All I can say is no. Right. So, you know, like, I think it's going to come off as a surprise to some people, but I admire her for that. You know, it's it's. <laughs> I uh, before I because I, I didn't I, I didn't catch that she was from Nashville. Yeah. Um, and then when she did that, I'm like, oh, she must be from Nashville. Mm-hmm. And like, and this is nothing against Nashville females, but they're like, they're they're more so like a take control, take you know. Um, and, and I'm big, get, what, I'm big, get what you want, kind of. Or, and yeah. I'm big on you know, or go after what you want rather. I'm very old school in a lot. Yeah, of very old school. Yeah. Um, I was raised old school, and um, you know, we we can talk about that for the rest of the time. Yeah, and not talk about anything else. But uh, you know, I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with a lady taking her shot. And, you know, finding something she likes and going for it. No, I, I don't no think matter, so. Either. No matter the capacity. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. I, I mean, I, I, I was kind of like taken back because it's like, oh. Huh? I don't like. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't know if I liked it what she did or not. Right. Um. And then it was like, okay. Then I had to sit back and realize, like, oh, well, this is a competition. Like, you exactly. gotta, you gotta step up and get what you want and exactly. go for what you want if you exactly. want to be the one. Um. So I kind of, I got what she was, what she was doing. Yes. Um. Uh, and I, but I also see how people can say, oh, that was rude. I do too. I do too. That but, was rude. It was like wait your turn the, kind of thing. In that situation, you know, I, I just would. You know, caution people to think. Well, you might have done the same thing in that situation, right? You know, right. And that that so the way you handle that. That's episode three. That's that's actually the same episode. That, that's, like I said, I started liking you during that episode because you ended up taking Kelsey on the date because you felt as though you did the right thing. It was almost like Kanye West. <laughs> it was almost like a Kanye West Taylor Swift kind of moment. Where he came up there, interrupted the award speech, and then Beyonce was like, "No, I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let her have her her, her moment." And it was like you kind of did that with Kelsey. It was like, "No, I didn't get a chance to finish the conversation with Kelsey. Let's have this conversation." Um, what is your what? So when you signed up for this show, as you said, you didn't know what the hell you were getting into, right? Why'd you do it? You know, I kind of talked about that a little already, but just for the uh, just for the opportunity that I would never have again to maybe meet someone that I would not meet in any other way. You know, um, they so they came to me via Instagram. Oh, they, they messaged me on Instagram, and honestly, I thought that this was one of those scam deals, and what have you. And it was a, it was a, I believe it was in March, late February, early March, mm-hmm. I think. Um, it's been a long time ago, but anyway. Um, 
it's kind of a cold, dreary day. I didn't have anything else to do. So I started aggravating them. I mean, I'm the guy that you called me about my car's extended right, warranty. Right. You know, I'm going to sell you a Bible or something. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so I uh, got to talking to this young lady and realized that, uh, you know, she was serious. And so that's, you know, that that's where it kind of got real for me that, hey, this, this might be an opportunity that, A, I'll never have again, and B, an opportunity to meet somebody that I would know in no other way come in contact with, right? How often do you go out from the farm? Like, how often do you, like, go out and party? And I'm not talking about in Santa Fe. Like, I'm talking about, like, come to Nashville, get an Airbnb or get a hotel for the night and just, like, go crazy. You can count on one hand and still have plenty of fingers left over how many times I've been to Nashville in the last 10 or 15 years. Are you shitting me? Not out. It's just not my scene, man. I just don't, um, you know, it's just, uh, I'm not huge on crowds. Right. Um, don't don't really care about the drinking and carrying on. Uh, I do like to dance, though. Um, but uh, I've noticed that. Yeah, I like to dance. Um, but it's just it's just not my scene. And there's so you know you come to Nashville and there's uh, the few times I've been there's just more people than uh, you can shake a stick at, and you can't can't walk through the uh, Broadway. Down, yeah, you can't walk down the street, you know. And so and and then you go in someplace and you sure can't you sure can't talk to somebody, you know. You got to scream at them to, to be heard and so I don't know it's just really not my not my scene yeah I was born in the city so I'm kind of used to that shit right it's just different <laughs> it's for you different. it's yeah. different yeah for sure no I totally get it it's just it's one of those where it's like you know you like the peace and quiet like I live I live 20 minutes outside of town now so it's like right it's very quiet at night yeah and I'm I'm starting to love that I bet it's not as quiet as my house it's probably not as quiet <laughs> as your house your house I'd probably freak the hell out I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> it'd probably be too quiet for me. I'll have to shoot a gun up in the air or something for like. To, you feel like you're at home. Like at home. <laughs> okay, we can, go, we can go to bed now. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, you, you can't even can't even really hear cars pass on the highway from my house. How far is the closest hospital to your place? Closest hospital? Yeah. Oh, Columbia's not all that far. Uh, the hospital's probably 15, 16 miles, something like that. And I'm just guessing. God. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they have the baby on your farm, huh? Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, we go to town, you know, but, um, you know, where I grew up, it was 20 miles to school. You know, it was, it was a 30 minute car ride to town. Really? Yeah. And I mean, I mean, that's not, that's not anything compared to, you know, some of these big places out West that, yeah. that raise cattle and whatnot. Yeah. But for here and, you know, somebody like yourself that was raised in the city, you know, that's, you can't just, um, a friend and I were talking about this the other day. I, I went to, uh, New York recently and also Washington DC. And, mm-hmm. um, I often wonder what it's like to live like that sometimes. I, I don't know that I would like it or dislike it, but you know, you run out of milk, you're making supper and you know, you need some milk to put in, you know, whatever you're making. Right. You just go downstairs and go to the corner and get some. Well, it's, it's a hour deal, you know, 30 minutes to town, go in the store. You, you can't get enough from your cow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't have, I don't have dairy cows. Have dairy cows. So we use, we use our neighbors, you know, you call your neighbor and say, Hey, I'm making tea and I don't have enough sugar. Could I come borrow a cup? And, um, you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, that's the kind of the, the community that I'm, I grew up and I'm used to. And, you know, I know and love. That's definitely, uh, it's definitely, uh, 
It's definitely a, a unique community that we all wish we had. <laughs> it, it's, it's it's very different. In a, in a way, like I think we all, I think society wish we all had that. Where right. We can go to our name. I don't, I couldn't tell you my, what my neighbors look like or, or what their names are. Yeah. So it's I, like I think it'd be I, cool if I was like able to go to my neighbors. I was like, hey, can I get a cup of sugar? Yeah. I can tell you almost anything you want to know about my neighbors. Yeah. You know, it's it's we're we're all like family. You know, we we rely on each other, and um, uh, it's. Uh, Actually, matter of fact, it just dawned on me that I forgot to let my dog, neighbor's dog out today, you know, while I was at home one time. So, um, you know, that, that's how close we are. Wow. So here, so we've obviously learned about you mm-hmm. through this show. What have you learned about yourself? Like, have there's been things that you would have done before you went on a reality TV show that you've that, that you've now done? Like, the kind of dates that you've taken these, these women on have they, are those dates you would have gone on? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that, that's the cool thing about this show mm-hmm. versus uh, some other shows. And I mean, again, I've not watched other reality shows, especially dating shows, but, you know, I'm not deaf. I know what goes on and right. I, I've heard and that kind of thing. And um, this show was different in the fact that these women came and lived like I live and they, they spent time on my farm and mm-hmm. saw in a small way, but still how the day to day life goes there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not some destination vacation, you know, show. Right. It's real life. And this is what happens, you know, um, on Rebecca's one-on-one date, we literally had to go, uh, you know, get a baby calf that's mama right. was rejected and, and feed it, you know, before we could go on our date. Right. That's real life stuff. It happens. And by the way, the calf's doing great. He's fine. Um, I've had several people ask, so I'll just say that. But, um, <clears throat> But, you know, the, I think I think in that aspect of it, that's why it's so unique, this right. show. Um, and so to that point, I went on dates that I would go, you know, I would carry a girl on anyway, you know. Um, you know, not to say that uh, we wouldn't do something outside the box once in a while. Right. But a regular date, hey, let's, we've got the afternoon. Everything's okay around here. Let's, let's go fishing. Or, uh, you know, let's, let's go to the river and, you know. Yeah, I realized Cassie Joe was, she, she was, she was, little butthurt that you've taken <laughs> that you've taken multiple females to to that uh but that that river has been a big part of my life and so um my mom lives in the horseshoe bend of that river and so we had a we had a shoal down there our, right. our entire lives and we've you know had a boat most of our life and so we fish on that river all the time and um you know family friends uh, girlfriends even just friends that are girls you know right hey we're getting on the river today you know come on right kind of thing and so um, without great big explanation it was hard to explain to her that that was it was part of your life it was a staple in your life yeah it's part of my life and it's one of the one of the things we do for fun pretty regular wow. because it's it's quick and easy you know right some people go to the lake and kneeboard and ski and all that and don't get me wrong I love to do that too but uh, you know kind of get get done with work knock off a little early well the river's just at the back door so we'll just go down there and swim and you know do whatever eh, I wish I lived closer to river <laughs> it wasn't Cumberland <laughs> that wasn't Cumberland 
So here's here's my question, uh, and this is probably one of the final questions. But my question for you is: this, did, did this exceed your expectations? You know, um, I tried to come into this without expectations. You know, I came in open minded, and um, so I guess to answer your question directly, yes, it exceeded the expe- expectations I had because I really didn't have great big expectations for it. Um, you know, I, I guess in 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 the back of my mind, I, I thought if I can't figure out how to pick one for me that works, how is somebody that doesn't know me that doesn't know me is going to pick one for me, right? Sure. But you know, um, they picked five awesome women, and um, you know, it was a pleasure to get to meet and get to know all of them. And um, so, you know, it, it that that kind of blew my mind at how awesome those young ladies were, and um, all of them. And um, it also kind of exceeded my expectations as far as me growing as a person. I guess I didn't really expect that. Right. And you know, you got. You got five women um, asking you how you feel, asking you how you, you know, you know what's going on in your head and that sort of stuff. I'd never had that, and so um, you know that was that was really interesting and and a and a good growth point for me. What have you learned about yourself since starting this? Um, you know, I've learned that uh, I think probably as most men and especially cowboys, we don't express what we're feeling often enough, and um, you know we don't stay in tune with our emotions and how we are really feeling. We just kind of chalk it up, shrug our shoulders and go on. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so that's, that's been a really cool thing to learn that, uh, if I, if I want a young lady to stick around, I probably gotta, you know, show some emotion, show some emotion. And so it's been really cool. Wow. There you hear that fellas. You better show some damn emotion. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I don't know that that's great advice, but it's advice. It's advice. (laughs) (laughs) It's advice. That's what I've learned from these ladies. Good Lord. Well, this has been phenomenal. I am, listen, amazed you're my first reality show star that I have had on this podcast. Hey, you're my first podcast. Hey, cheers to that, my You friend. bet, you bet. <laughs> um, this has been amazing. This has been an, another episode of the Smoking Section Podcast with the one, the only farmer wants a wife. Alan Foster. If y'all are not watching this damn show, I swear to God, I'm gonna slap shit out of you. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah, man, appreciate it. From Calcite de Monte Cristo in Nashville, you are listening to The Smoking Section.